This is Wellness Wednesday from The Current. I'm Jill Riley. So here we are. It's a new year. The pandemic is stretching on. Most of us have spent more time in our house than we ever imagined. And so maybe it's time to think about reorganizing and decluttering the home. Now, I'm not going to tell you how to do that. I'm certainly not an expert. Uh, I try my best, but that's not what this segment is all about. What I want to talk about is the mental health benefit that can come along with organizing and decluttering. And I have an expert to help me with that, Dr. Lisa Hardesty, a psychologist with Mayo Clinic. Good morning, Dr. Lisa Hardesty. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Good morning. I feel like if I'm living in piles of an unorganized mess, that it can maybe be an indication of something else going on. But really, you know, that kind of environment where we just feel like everything is disorganized in a mess, I mean, that can really affect the way we feel, doesn't it? It does. Not only when I'm sitting in that mess, perhaps, we'll call it a mess, um, those piles, I may feel more dysregulated, I might have some feelings of inadequacy or just a sense of, oh, I need to do more. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, those piles can sometimes represent things. When I'm more internally cluttered, I I may start to see that in my external environment as well. And it becomes very linked together, that internal and those external worlds. Yeah. uh, A few years ago, I remember my New Year's resolution was to get rid of piles. And I meant it in a literal fashion and a figurative way as well. But, you know, I I still get into this thing where sometimes buying new stuff makes me happy. I mean, what if that's the case? I think that is the sense that a lot of people would have that, you know, if I get these new things, I feel happy. And we're, we're struggling. I mean, this has been a tough, I used to say year and now I'm saying years, mm-hmm. right? And I think we are looking for what can I do? Maybe I'll buy something. I mean, raise your hand if you've had more Amazon packages delivered this year. I have two <laughs> hands before. up right now. <laughs> when we do get something new, there is a little bit of our, our brains that respond to that. It, it, we can have a little dose of dopamine and our pleasure center lights up. So we get those positive feelings. And when you're stuck at home and and there's nervousness, worry, tension, and maybe even depression, anxiety about what's happening outside with COVID and and all of the things that are happening with schools and the world, then that little hit of the pleasure center feels great, but it's very time limited and it's over. So we might have that initial positive response, but it doesn't last. And there is a lot of literature, a lot of research that stuff does not equal true happiness. Mm-hmm. People that win the lottery. So there's this initial burst of happiness. And then afterwards, they're actually more unhappy than the general population. So that'll make us feel good about never winning the lottery. <laughs> so it's okay. not about this stuff. Yeah, there we go. I'm talking with Dr. Lisa Hardesty, a psychologist with Mayo Clinic. Now, I have a hard time letting some stuff go. What's going on there? Everyone has a little different level of attachment to things. And we often have emotional components or aspects. You know, this doll, my, my mom passed away a few years ago. And I'm telling you, if anyone you know, took the ring that I have, I mean, I, I feel like I would melt into the floor. Mm-hmm. Right? So right. We, we have this stuff and we attach emotion to it. And so um, it's very common 
On the other hand, it may feel overwhelming. If I have piles or a closet that is so cluttered I can hardly see it, or a room I can, I can really not walk into a storage room, that can feel very overwhelming. So it's really important, Jill, to, to just settle in and, and ask yourself, what is it about this stuff? If you can get to the why, what, what is it that is serving as a barrier for me? It might help. And, and trying to deconstruct the emotion that may feel. So maybe I am a little bit overwhelmed and I just am not ready to do this. Or it feels like I'm letting go of my, my daughter's childhood. If I get rid of her, we will wobble mm-hmm. dolls. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what's that about? And then how do I preserve that? So when I can have that self-awareness, that insight, now I can actually operate on that and do something with that. I wonder if you could speak to some of the mental health benefits that can come along with decluttering and home organization. With COVID, if I can quickly start there, sure. with COVID, there is a strong sense of lack of control, lack of predictability. So first and foremost, being able to work on some decluttering right now can give that sense of control. What we do know about our overall mental health and just well-being in general is that you can focus more. So when I have a lot of things around me, if you look around your, wherever you are, look around your space right now, there are a lot of distractions. You're probably not at your optimal best with mm. your attention, focus, and concentration. There's less distractions. So I might be able to have more productivity. There's also some great work that's been done about creativity. So I, I've opened up space. I've opened up the bolts in my mind. I'm not thinking about, you know, every time I see this, X, that pile, I think, oh, and we can walk by a pile and actually not see it, but, but it's still clicking for us. We're still seeing it. I still need to do something with that. So once I've done that, I've opened up the vaults for more time, creativity, innovation. Once I get that, that pile or that decluttering task done, it's easier to keep it up. There's actually some literature that sleep is improved, self-esteem and even relationships, because if I feel that I don't want people to see this mess, this clutter, I may not have people over. Now, again, COVID is a real thing here, but in general, if I'm not proud of my environment, I might not want people over, so relationships. And even just physically, um, sometimes allergens are trapped when we have a lot of clutter, so there may be even just some general physical health purposes and outcomes with decluttering. So lots of really great things can happen. So, you know, what does it look like? And and each task may require this level of evaluation and, and self-appraisal and what's, what's going on with me with this. Mm-hmm. So if it's piles of things that don't have those strong emotional attachment, let's take that as maybe a different example. Enlist someone who's good at this. If, if this is not your super skill, <laughs> bring someone in there are formal, as you said, there are formal organizations that help, but even an informal. I had someone that brought in um, a close loved one that she could trust because she felt a little bit of embarrassment, like, oh, I have to do this. And, and they worked together and, and challenged each other. She, their friend challenged her to let go of some of those things. Some people like to do it all at once. Some people take it in small pieces. I just emptied out my entire closet. I hauled everything out. Isn't <laughs> and it beautiful it. when it's empty? <laughs> oh, I cleaned it and spent time in it. It was so silly. But then before I put things back, I really challenged myself. When did I wear this? 
Or what about this? Do I really need this box that used to be my mom's, but it has her handwriting on it? Mm-hmm. Is there another use for it? <laughs> so sometimes we, we're more successful by just that one big, let's take it all at once. And sometimes we really do need that 5, 10, 15 minutes. To, to start to make some progress. Well, we're talking about the um, the mental health and physical health benefits of reorganizing, decluttering. You know, it's that time of year when people are making New Year's resolutions. Uh, I say be a little kind to yourself this year, especially when it comes to your New Year's resolutions. But, you know, just hoping in some way that maybe this conversation has been a little bit of a motivator or, you know, maybe a little little fire under you that even though it can seem overwhelming, just like the act of getting started is, uh, you know, you can't get it done until you get it started. Um, but there, it sounds like um, just a, a lot of benefits to doing this kind of work. And I appreciate you talking with me this morning. I've been talking to Mayo Clinic psychologist, Dr. Lisa Hardesty. I appreciate the conversation this morning for Wellness Wednesday. Yes, it's been great. I appreciate the time, too. Thank you, Jill. All right. Take care. Happy cleaning. Happy decluttering. (laughs) And then we can relax when we're done. All right. Thank you so much. You have a good day. You, too. Thanks for listening to Wellness Wednesday from The Current. I'm Jill Riley. Our producer is Anna Weggel. And our digital producer is Jay Gabler. Our theme music is a portion of the song FB1 Number 2 by Christian Bjorklund under the non-commercial Sharealike 3.0 international license. Head to thecurrent.org for more wellness content and great music.